Want to tell your employees or clients how much you appreciate them? Stand out from the competition with the best gift ever. Minky Couture Luxury Blankets are the best gift ever for appreciation and recognition to say thank you every day of the year for a job well done. For every member of your team, share your warmth. Show them you care with Minky Couture Luxury Blankets, the best gift ever. Shop now at softminkyblankets.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science, and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden. And on this episode, we're going to explore NASA's budget. They are 20 to $30 billion below the budget that it will take to send astronauts back to the moon in 2024. So NASA's always had to kind of fight with um, politicians about their products and their projects. So they get money from the government. NASA has a budget, X amount of dollars per year. And Congress says, okay, we're going to give you this amount of money to go to the moon. We're going to give you $1.6 billion. That's what NASA actually asked the Trump administration for. And Congress said, nope, not going to do it. So if they need to 20 to 30 billion more dollars in five years, if Congress can't even give them 1.6 billion to start the funding of the moon mission, how are they going to get 20 to 30 billion dollars? Going to explore that because I think it's important to know that NASA isn't fully funded for everything they ever want to do, even though we would love for that to happen. But this is the thing. These are the things, I guess, that NASA should be worrying about in the near future. They have this broad idea of sending humans, the first woman actually, to set foot on the moon by 2024. That's in five years, and they don't have the money to do it. How are they going to get the money to do it? Who are they going to really work with in order to lower that budget? And how are they going to put it all together? So the Trump administration has already funded uh, the moon mission, Artemis, which is the 2024 moon mission, for $21 billion. Right. So, okay, so that's taken care of. $21 billion is good, but they need 20 to 30 billion more in the next five years. And they needed another 1.6 billion to go on top of that so they could do some more research development and so they can move forward with this plan. But NASA can start using commercial partners such as SpaceX, Blue Origin, the ULA, everybody that can actually make rockets to send things to the moon and make rovers and make landers. They can use these commercial partners to lower the cost because commercial partners, they will do the job for less than what NASA would do itself because they're competing for a contract. So they need to make the price low. So NASA will grant them the, uh, the, 
privilege to send people back to the surface of the moon. So anybody who's interested, SpaceX, Blue Origin, etc., to send people back to the moon, well, they need to bid low and they need to make this thing on time, under budget, and make it actually work. So that's where they can save a little bit of money for this moon landing. And I'm going to get back in a little bit right after this and tell you more about what they could be doing potentially to get more money for this moon landing. Have you checked out MagellanTV.com yet? It's really cool. There's a lot of really awesome space documentaries on there. If you go to MagellanTV.com slash space news pod, you can get two months for free. And there are a lot of HD amazing docs about the solar system, um, black holes. Actually, you know, what? I am watching this thing called Birth of a Black Hole. It is terrifying. So if you get terrified by space like I do, go check it out. And you get two months for free. You can watch it on anything, anywhere, anytime. So your TV, your laptop, your computer, your phone, your tablet, anything. And it's on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple Play, Google Play, iOS. And if you go to MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod, you can get two months for free. NASA's going back to the moon in 2024. The first female to ever step foot on the moon and the next uh, male to step foot on the moon will be on that voyage. They need a lot of money to do this. And where did we get the money for the first moon landing? For that whole project, what was the point? How did they raise that kind of money in such a short amount of time and fund the budget? They scared people. And I'm just going to be honest here. It was because we were in a space race with the Soviet Union. People were afraid the Soviet Union we're going to go to the moon and take it over. We need another one of those space races. NASA can go to the Department of Defense, which has a huge budget. Um, 716 billion, I believe, is the, is the number right now. And take a little chunk of that. Say, okay, so China's on the far side of the moon right now. They have a rover over there. They're doing things that we don't know what they're doing. They're keeping all of that to themselves, or some of that to themselves, I should say. And they're doing science over there. So I don't like to scare people, but I want people to go back to the moon, right? So maybe Jim Bridenstine from NASA, maybe NASA as a whole can say, okay, we need this money because national security. That's why we did it before. Is there a scare tactic going on? Yeah, I don't like to be lied to either. But <laughs> come on, come on, NASA, let's do this, right? Let's, let's get the money that you actually need to get these people back to the moon. Because let's face it here, Congress, uh, usually they don't care enough about moon missions without a threat. They don't care enough about, you know, their people and what this is actually going to bring to the table. How much money will this make the United States over time? It's an investment to go to the moon. Spend $20 billion now, you might get, you know, $200 billion in the long run, $500 billion in the long run, somewhere around that. 
because we all know that the Apollo missions brought in a lot of money, new technologies that commercial partners can use, something like an iPhone. That is a direct descendant of the Apollo missions. So think about that for a second. I don't agree with it, but it is a way for NASA to get the funding that they can for this next moon mission. And speaking of moon missions, if you go to MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod, you can check out a series called Moonshots inside the Lost Apollo Archives. And every other one of their shows, they have a whole bunch of documentaries about space. So go to MagellanTV.com slash Space News Pod. You get two months for free. It's all HD. It's on any device that you want. And it's really awesome. I've been watching... Um, a, a show about black holes recently. It is called Birth of a Black Hole, and it is terrifying what black holes actually are. So if you're interested in science, space, tech, any kind of documentaries, go to Magellan.tv slash Space News Pod for your two months for free. So NASA, you know, getting money from a weird source like that? You know, what do you what do you guys think? Let me know on social media at Space News Pod. And also, you can check out my longer podcast. I have a full hour-long live podcast. It's called Space News Live. And you can check it out on uh, CastBox. So if you go to castbox.fm and search for Space News Live or Space News Pod, you can check it out every day at noon. I do it live. And we talk about so many different things. NASA, Spitzer Space Telescopes, Budgets, SpaceX, uh, and we have a whole like Q&A section at the end with astronomy questions and just questions in general. Open it up to the public. Open it up to everybody else to ask questions. So go to castbox.fm uh, and check that out. So I want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me at the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that... That's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.